Good morning, and welcome to episode 18 of the Morning Light Show. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the art that you bring out into the world, even if you think that you're not a creative person. When we were kids, we were creative and making art all the time. And over the course of time, some of those things were taken away from us and out of us when we got taught in school that in order to fit in, we needed to do things like everybody else. Sometimes we got messages that creatives were weird. They got in trouble. So how can we unlearn some of those things from our childhood and embrace whatever our art is, even if it's not art in the traditional sense? Because in today's economy, which Seth Godin, who I'm going to reference a lot in this episode, has termed as the connection economy, we have to think about how we fit into this connection economy and how our art is serving this connection economy. So listen up for some tips and ideas and thoughts around your art and how you can connect in a deeper and more authentic way with people through your art. Welcome to the Morning Light Show. I'm your host, Adair Cates. This show will offer you insights and inspiration to free your spirit, open your heart, and start your day off light and bright. Back in 2013, when I was starting to write my second book, I listened to a book by Seth Godin called The Icarus Deception. And I'm a big, by the way, I always say listen to books because I usually listen to books on Audible. And then if I love them, oftentimes I'll get them and read them a hard copy or on my phone. But this book made such an impression on me. It was actually really one of the whole reasons I wrote the book Fully Engaged back in 2013. It actually came out in 2014. And what I learned, my biggest takeaway from that book is also what I revisited in this short version of a, it was actually a Seth Godin talk, not a book called Leap First, Creating Work That Matters. And you can find that on Audible. So I listened to that yesterday because I kind of went down this whole rabbit hole of looking for something new and different to listen to while I was doing some kind of rote work yesterday and ended up with Seth Godin again. And I was really glad that I did because it reminded me of all those tidbits that I'd gotten from the Icarus deception. But I want to talk about some of the biggest takeaways from that that I think will be relevant to you, no matter where you are in your work or your life, because it's time for all of us to be thinking about what is our art and how are we getting our art into the world? We have moved away from living in an industrial economy. Back in the last century, that was really the path that all of us learned in school and thought we would take as we moved into our lives. And what we're quickly seeing is the world has changed so much since Henry Ford created the assembly line and got, and schools actually prepared us to be workers in maybe not in an assembly line, but in, in areas where there's not a lot of creativity So we kind of get taught that we need to sit in neat rows and walk in lines and not ruffle feathers. And if you're creative, you're weird. We get taught all of these things. Yet today, 
what is really valued is art and innovation. And even deeper than that, connection. So we're no longer in the industrial economy. We are in the connection economy. And being that we're more connected than we ever have been before with all these social media outlets and the internet and everything else we do to connect our cell phones, the thing that's really missing for us is deep, authentic human to human connection. And so when you're an artist, even though you may say you're not creative, which I urge you to stop saying that you're not creative because everyone is, when you're an artist, The purpose of your art is to connect with other people. So when we think about this concept of our art and being an artist, the first thing we need to consider is what is my art? What is it that I'm putting out into the world that helps me connect more deeply with other people? You don't have to, my husband is a musician, so he's a, he's a natural creative. I'm now a podcaster, which sounds really cool to say, and have written a couple books. So I'm a writer. But if you're not even in anything that's, you know, musical or artistic, you're still an artist. So maybe your art is being present and listening to others. Maybe it's smiling and giving genuine connection and great customer service to people. Maybe it's you're a type of person that can really zoom in on the details of things. Or maybe you're the opposite. Maybe you're the kind of person that can zoom out and see the big picture. But think about what is your art. And typically your art is something that comes so naturally to you that you take it for granted. So think of something that's really easy for you to do and you're like, oh, I kind of thought everybody could do that. No, not the case. So think about what comes easily to you and what's different about what you have to offer the world. I think spending some time reflecting on this and getting your journal out, maybe even asking your intuition, what is my art? What is my gift to the world? Will really help you to understand what's going to be valuable for you to spend your time on. And your art doesn't necessarily have to be your career, but your art can be manifested through your career. So if you are really good at listening and being present and you're a waitress or a barista, then you can show up like that in your work. And I think that's one place that many of us get caught up. I know for me, I definitely get caught up in this is if your if your career and your work doesn't look exactly like your art, then you can feel really frustrated and really disconnected and misaligned. And while I definitely urge you to align with what your art is and make that your, your work as much as you can, you can live your art no matter what you're doing. So I want you to think of your art in the perspective of it doesn't necessarily have to be exactly what your day to day is, but how can you bring that art more into your day to day? So that's the first thing I want you to reflect on is what is your art? Um, The other thing I want you to remember is that you are an artist and you were an artist since the time you were a kid. Kids are so creative. I watch my kids all the time, even if they're not painting or using their markers or crayons, they're creating constantly. They'll get all their stuffed animals out and line them up and create like a giant family of stuffed animals on the couch. They will make forts. They build Legos. 
it's constant creation. And what happens to us is we, most of us growing up, we go to school and we kind of get some of that creative creativity knocked out of us because we get taught that in order to do well, we have to fit in. And in order to do well, we have to be good at everything and we have to be a generalist. So I want you to think in terms of how can I reconnect with that child spirit inside of me that was creative and that always had some type of art that was being made. So there has to be a little bit of unlearning and unraveling in that. And my belief is if you will spend some time in meditation and spend some time with your journal, you will start to reconnect with that creative side of you and bring some of those things out so that you can truly understand what your art is. So what does it take to be an artist? If we know that our our value in the world and our connection with other people is based on our art, then how do we how do we know that we're consistently doing what we need to do to be an artist? Well, the first thing is you have to produce consistently. So if you have identified what your art is, you then have to go out into the world and make that your art on a consistent basis. You have to show up every single day. And even if your art is something that you do that doesn't make you any money, and I think that's one big message from Seth Godin is detach the idea that your art has to be how you make money, because that is really where some people start to go awry is they think that they have to make money at it. And so instead of being authentic and true to their art, they actually start ship shaping things based on who they think is going to buy it or how much it's worth, et cetera. So produce consistently, but be detached of on whether or not it makes you any money. So the other thing he talks about is this really cool axis or or grid. So you're going to have to visualize for just a second to get a picture of this. But he says on one side of the grid, you have timid and on the other, you have reckless. And if you're too timid to put your art out there, it's not going to work. But if you're too reckless, it's also not going to work. And then at the top of the axis would be tight and the bottom would be loose. You also can't be too tight or too loose. So you have to find that point almost right in the middle of that between the timid and the reckless and the tight and the loose. And in that place is where the magic happens and where you're able to produce art that that matters and art that feels good and is, is flexible enough, but not too rigid. Your art is also not for everyone So that's a big aha moment and kind of goes back to the whole idea of thinking you have to make money at your art. When you start to produce art and think that, you know, oh, I'm going to put this out in the marketplace and everybody's going to flock to it, not going to be the case. I actually just recently had someone remind me that my work is not for everyone. And I was like, God, that's, I know that sounds so silly that you're saying that, but you're so right. Like I need to stop worrying about the people that just aren't into what I do. And so it was a, it was a really good and productive conversation for me and a reminder just to think through like, who is my art for? Well, first and foremost, it has to be coming from my heart and be 
be for me. But second of all, who, who are the people that do connect with what I do? And then how can I make sure that my art is connecting with them and serving them in some way? You've got to find your people. This also whole concept of um, finding the people who you can connect with, who believe what you believe, who share the same values, also reminds me of the Simon Sinek Start With Why. If you haven't seen that TED Talk, it's fabulous. Simon Sinek Start With Why, just Google it. And he's got a couple books as well. But it's the whole idea of, you know, you're really, you're really focusing on the people who believe what you believe and then you can create a true authentic connection. And it's not like you're just throwing all this out into the marketplace and seeing who, who goes into it. It's being really clear and really specific about who is it that's going to most connect with and appreciate what you have to offer. So what I want to leave you with today is the reasons why people don't make it with their art and the things that happen to make us go sideways and make us quit. So there's Seth Godin talked about seven different things. So you run out of time, you run out of money, you get too scared, you're not serious enough, you lose interest, focus on the short versus the long term, and pick the wrong thing. So as you're thinking about what your art is, those are the reasons why you may not continue with your art. And there's nothing wrong with that. The whole idea of art is you're going to fail. You're going to put things out there that maybe you even don't like, that other people don't like, that aren't aligned with what the world needs, but you just have to keep producing. And that was the whole message is you can't just produce your art one time, have it fail, and then you know, never put art out there again because you're bitter because the world didn't love it. No, this becomes a way of life. You keep trying, you keep throwing the spaghetti on the wall to see what sticks. And then that, and then you really move into making the true connection with people. And the other thing he said was the work that works or the art that works typically is not wholly original. So if you think about like MySpace versus Facebook versus Instagram, for example, or even Uber versus Lyft. There's there's something to that as well. So taking something that already works or maybe a combination of things and making that your art, that's also an option. So as you go out into your day-to-day, I want you to think about and reflect on what is my art And how can I get more of it out into the world? I hope you have a wonderful day today. And I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow. That's a wrap for this episode of the Morning Light Show. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe and share with your loved ones. And for more insights and inspiration, check out my website at firstleadyou.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you next time.